0: He's finally getting married. You have that one friend that you're like they're never they're never going to settle down cuz they're just dating like the wrong people. And I can tell you my guest today was dating all the wrong people. It was just one disaster after another. But he's finally we're finally sending him off with a good one. And it's I I'm just curious how many people listening can like relate to the amount of bad frogs that you had to kiss before you find your special one. And Miguel Fuller is on the show today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that we do with my mom. It's based on three principles, live, laugh and love your mom and um we uh there's so much there's so much going on today's show so i'll tell you this before we get started uh jimmy mac my dad was supposed to come on he comes on fridays today's episode is going to run a little long because of miguel and everything uh, the excitement we have to deal with so jimmy mac on monday but first i'll say hi to my mom for today hi mom hi honey I do want to talk to you about because I know if you're following me on social media there's been a lot of questions and this is going to kind of take a little dip down before we ramp it back up with Miguel here in just a few minutes. Okay. Um I I'm not I'm not good um with my situation with Kiki right now. Uh, if you've been following along the last couple of, even on the podcast, I told you like Sunday night, all of a sudden she started just like freaking out, like wouldn't sleep in the room in her room by herself, but she's been sleeping fine in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just started noticing that like, she's not responding to like any sounds like, mm-hmm. I and I, I know that like a month ago for sure, like when I was living in the hotel, I could like talk to her because mm-hmm. i remember like filming videos with her so i'm like i know for a fact it hasn't been that long mm-hmm. um and then so today um i've been telling you kind of about the weird she's like not sleeping well at night i did decide to put her in the bed last night because she about 12:30. i put her back in the crate like i told you yesterday mm-hmm. and then i um decided to uh about 12:30 she started crying so i because uh, i'm in a condo now so i had to uh, take her. I don't want to take her all the way down, so I just took her out to her pee pad, which is still in the laundry room, and then I um, brought her back in the bed because I just I put her try to put her back in the crate, and she just wasn't having it. So I'm like, it's fine, just sleep in the bed. And then I think about two thirty, had to get back up again and take her over to the pee pad, and so I'm I'm like, I don't have a lot of sleep in me today, uh, which probably mm. isn't helping this situation. But like even today, she's like a little wobbly, which is making me oh. nervous. Like. I don't know. Like, this is like, I mm. I'm, allowed me to have like a moment of, of dramatics, but like, mm. I feel like Kiki is like the only thing I've had stable in my life, you know? Mm. And I'm already, so I'm already kind of like, oh, now Kiki's mm. 11, by the way, she's turned 11 in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's had, you know, she's had all these heart problems, like? um, but she's been doing really well with, so I don't know what this is. I don't know why she's not responding to noise. Had a couple mm. people reach out and say, maybe it's an inner ear infection. Mm-hmm. um, that can make them a little wobbly too, but mm-hmm. she's not like scratching at her ears or anything. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I do believe in the power of like good thoughts and mm-hmm. prayers and mm-hmm. whatever your good vibe thing is that you do.
1: Yes. And
0: if you could just send them over this way this weekend, because I've got an appointment, uh, this podcast releases on the 16th and I have an appointment with the vet. I was able to get in tomorrow. Well today, technically when I'm, we're doing this about, about 1230. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel so bad. Like, I just, I'm just really sad about it. So, yes,
1: of course you are. She means a lot to you. She's very special. Yeah. And I told you that Sassy's doing similar things. It's weird, but Sassy's 17. Right. Which is old for a cat, too. But yeah, old age is hard.
0: I know, so I don't know. I'm not sure where what's going to happen with it, but uh, Monday, obviously, we'll come back on and we'll hopefully at least have a a better understanding of what's what's happening. Because right now, it's just it's hard to like. uh, I don't want to get too dramatic about it. I'll get too emotional before we bring Miguel on. So I'm just going to stay. I'm going to try to stay as neutral as possible until I find out. You know, Mm -hmm. what's going on. Of course,
1: that's right. So love and prayers to you and to Kiki. Yeah, thank Mm -hmm. you
0: um so miguel's on here in a couple seconds this is a special edition podcast so we're not going to do the full i mean it's going to be a, a longer episode but it's not going to be the standard things that you're used to with the segments and my dad will be on monday and uh, no good news no it's just because i know miguel and i are going to talk forever because that's just what we do so um hang on for miguel he's on in a couple seconds I do want to say thank you again to our friends over better help uh, Better help is online therapy, which I already hit Dr. Jag up about this because I'm having a hard time focusing uh, on mm-hmm. anything else right now. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I highly recommend if you're like, I'm trying to get through something. I, you know, like, you know, you just need that little extra oomph to get you over the the the, the hump. But I'm t- I promise you all that I've been through in the last five years. Every hump that I didn't think I was going to get over, I did. And I, I'm so thankful that I had. Uh, I mean, I only started working with Dr. Jag a couple of months ago, but I've all I've been in therapy pretty much for three or four years now. Right. I'm so thankful to have that tool. So I'm going to pass that tool on to you and give you 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp. I mean, anxiety, depression. I know there's somebody this weekend going into your weekend like, you know what? I'm going to make the change. I'm ready to like work through some of that trauma. Mm-hmm. even losing sleep and just the grief and it's just it's terrible and i uh, there's a lot of ways to handle things like all of this i i do highly recommend talking to a professional about it better help is really easy because you can do it from your home you take a lot a lot of the awkwardness from it so betterhelp.com slash kramer you can join the over 1 million people they're taking control of their mental health and taking it back and as listeners, podcast, you get ten percent off your first month. By you, but you got to go to BetterHelp.com/slash Kramer. BetterHelp.com/slash Kramer. Okay, my my guest today is one of my best friends in the world. Uh, he is the host of the Miguel and Holly Show and the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast, which you should go follow right now. He is also an engaged man. It's Miguel Fuller. Hi, Miguel.
1: Hi, Miguel. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm so good, but not nearly as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
2: Oh, Found your you.
1: lifetime love. I'm so excited for you. Oh, I'm so thank excited.
2: Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate that so <laughs> she much. She said the and same you? thing to me too, Miguel. And then look how that turned <laughs> out. <laughs> so. uh, you
0: know,
1: I'm not sure I did, honey. No, actually, actually. <laughs> funny story.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. When oh, when, I, I, when I when I called my mom to tell her I was going to propose and she was like, "Are you sure?" That's probably should have been my sign. My mom yeah. loves everybody.
1: <laughs> I did, yes, I did.
0: Oh well, oh, just, it. just we always knows can't best.
1: Uh huh, you got it.
0: <laughs> so, Miguel and I actually were the first we pretty much started in radio together in college. Uh, in case you don't know our backstory and we've done other podcast on this, but, uh, I was the program director of the college radio station and here comes bright eye, bushy tail, gay Miguel, um, right into the, right into the radio station. And we just, we clicked and we became friends and we've, been friends ever since. And, Mm -hmm. um, so we, the reason we have him on today, as you may already know, we've talked about this is Miguel got engaged last week, which congratulations. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been such a whirlwind of a week. Uh huh. I just wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay. (laughs) The whirlwind's just starting. Um, but I, um, I wanted to bring him on to talk about it. And we told, uh, my mom was like, Hey, well, I want to make sure that I'm on for this because the quote for today actually has to do with, with marriage. Right, mom?
1: That's right. And I'm so, so very happy for Miguel. So very happy for you because you are just the most lovable person in the world. And this guy better treat you right or you tell him I'm coming after him. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can say.
2: (laughs) It would be you and my mom coming down Uh, from Georgia to Tampa. So I can can only see it.
1: You got it, baby. We're coming. (laughs)
2: All right, mom, our quote before
0: we get to Miguel, what we got?
1: Okay. It's about marriage. So listen up, Miguel. A good marriage is one which allows for change and growth in the individuals and in the way they express their love. That's Pearl S. Buck.
2: Mm. I love that. I absolutely love that. Be
1: changing and growing. And the way you express your love will change because you're both changing and growing.
0: It's true. I think that's like the best piece of advice. And mom, I'm going to ask you in a second because you've been married for how many years now? 48?
1: (laughs) 48, almost 48. Yeah, 48
0: years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that's where I started going wrong in my marriage was just expecting that like the day you get married was how you were going to be. And obviously you guys have been together and we were so much younger. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that I didn't expect... People, it's like, like a lot of things change. Our interests change. Like our uh, things that, that I I became passionate about were different than the things that she was passionate about. I mean, shit, we were we were twenty five years old. We were kids, you know. Um, that the person she was sleeping with changed. I mean, so many things can change in a marriage. Uh, that was cool. a joke, by the way. I was, uh-huh. I was like, didn't right.
2: do I laugh? Uh-huh. Do I cry? I'm not sure how to react to this. Girl. <laughs> Me I clutched my pearls. I was like, oh, my girl, she's
0: going there. <laughs> um, but it, no, but it's true. But it's true. Like, you just, like, there's so many things that are going to change over the years. Uh, and, mom, I think that's you can probably, you can attest to that because 48 years, you guys met when you were how old?
1: Oh my God. Well, we got married when I was 19 and he was 23.
0: Yeah, but
2: what? It was
1: such babies. I mean, we literally grew up together and we have changed several times <laughs> um, mm. from, you know, where we started. But you have to allow for that and just accept it and be, you know, just know that you're changing and growing all the time and love and accept each other for who you are and embrace that.
2: It's, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, and that's something that we've said on the radio before, you know, to listeners that call in is that you have to get to know your person every day because every workday, every experience, changes you a little bit more, like the pandemic, yes. you know? right yes. Like, yeah. I thought that he was going to react one way, and he was totally okay, and then I was the basket case that was <laughs> like... Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. um, right? but we took time to talk it through and to, to talk it out. And I think that's been one of the hallmarks of our relationship. That's made it so different from previous people we've been with. Mm-hmm. And we always comment on how we actually communicate with each other and say, so I'm upset about this that happened to me today, or I'm upset with what you said. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it and, and understand it.
1: Yes. And Stephen and I talk all the time about communication being the key to healthy relationships. Yeah. No matter if it's with your partner, your work person, whoever whomever. I mean, c- good communication is critical to good healthy relationships.
0: I don't think so, my wife right. and I talked about anything since like ten days after Obama was elected. So it was a long time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long
1: a time.
0: Yeah, but I did. I mean, that's in Miguel. We, you know, we've talked about this too. There's so many things that I, I, I bit my tongue over. But I think three years in, you guys have got that strong foundation. Hmm. uh hmm. That you know, if it ain't gonna work in the first three years, you are gonna know pretty fast. You gonna know pretty fast. So you know, it's, right? Uh,
2: no, absolutely. And I, I think when you've gone through some challenges in our lives that. We've both gone through, you know, and him changing jobs and trying to get his business off the ground, you know, all the trials and tribulations I've had at work and him meeting my family and the, the troubles that I've had with my family and how he's stepped up and stepped in, um, you know, and this is stuff that normally I wouldn't share with someone I'm dating, but he's like, no, let me in. I want to yeah. know. I want mm-hmm. to talk about it with you. I want to be there for you. I mean, it's, 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 you can just tell when it's different. And especially when you've been in so many bad relationships, you're like, ooh, this one just feels different on my skin. This is good.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought up bad relationships because I feel like we have to get into those today as well. We can't let, we have to tell the whole, the whole story of Miguel Fuller's (laughs) love life. Oh, no. Yeah. Like uh, getting to today.
2: Time. time. (laughs) You
0: you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. You sit tight. I've
2: got to go peel some apples. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mom. I'm going to get to Miguel, but I love you. And uh, we'll we'll do it again on Monday.
1: Love you both forever.
0: Well, let's get down to business, you engaged ass bitch. (laughs) That's how I want to start this thing.
2: Can that please be on our invitations? Please, I want that to be on the
0: invitations. <laughs> These gay bitches are engaged. Wow. Wow. Okay. So um let's let's get into this because I want people to that don't follow you on Instagram to know how this whole thing went down. Because if it didn't happen on the radio, number one, you and I both would have been disappointed. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad the engagement Absolutely. did actually go down in real time but do you want to explain the story of what actually happened
2: yeah so well let me just go back to my now fiance uh it's a weird word right it's weird it's a know, weird thing to is. say that will never roll off the tongue by the way no no it's like every time i'm like my boy fiance <laughs> it just sounds so weird in my mouth you know? um, <laughs> unlike other things um anyway hello well, Hey, so we've, from the very beginning of our relationship, you know, we had the conversation that he would be the one to propose. And so then through the course of the past three years of our relationship, well, hang
0: on, let's let's take a look at that really quick, because that was the question I was going to ask you in in a gay Mm -hmm. relationship. uh, Who, like, is that, do you vote? Is there like a debate?
2: (laughs) Is it like... Actually, there's <laughs> another there is a, a electoral college for it. <laughs> um, that's how we pick. okay. Uh-huh. And, and
0: that makes logical sense, then, okay. cool.
2: Clearly. Uh, No, um, you know, every couple is different. You know, Um, some people, they talk about it beforehand. Um, Some people, just whoever gets the feeling first, um, sometimes they just mutually agree to it. Um, So there's no, like, tried and true method. But we pretty much, because we were friends before we we dated, you know, he knows how extra I am. And we were like, clearly, if we ever make it to that point, Um, you're going to be the one he, he he will propose and then I will take over the reins and plan a wedding. And so that was sort of set at the very beginning of our relationship.
0: Okay. Like, when do you even discuss that? Like, when does that conversation come in?
2: Um, well, I, we both knew from the beginning that this was like different, you know, and, I, you know, you've known me for a long time, and I said that about a lot of people. Where I, I I'm literally, literally was about, this about to say, I'm pretty sure every relationship you've been in, you said this one's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here but here was the true difference is I had did my summer of single um right before we got together, where I would do my normal tender grinder scruff, go on a date, and then usually the point where I'd be like, Oh my god, he is so different. No matter how I felt, I promised myself that I would stop it and say, hey, I'm really just getting to know more people this summer. I'm good. Right. If if, if you're interested talk to me in the fall. And literally within the first like three or four weeks of the summer, when it was like three different situations, I was like, wow, I really do fall quickly for just the surface stuff. And so it really helped me sort of push beyond that with people. And so I developed some good friendships. And so then when Abe came into my life at the beginning of the fall in uh, 2017, that's he, when he said it to me first, I was like, all right, so I'm not the crazy person. Who's just like, this is so different for the 17th time. <laughs> right. 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 No, I could feel
0: it. Like I knew, cause I've known Miguel since you were what? 2020 19 19, something like that. Uh,
2: 19. Uh, yeah. 19.
0: And we're still in our twenties. So it hasn't been that long. 29.
2: Uh, hello. Uh, we, I, I just,
0: I could tell cause Miguel, when i worked with miguel in panama city especially there'd be these guys that would just come through and sure. um I, I i think holly and i always kind of knew that it wasn't going to be right, but it's always that weird spot of, like, you can't say that to somebody's face, you know, because these right. situations would be so disastrous that we were just like, "Uh, this cannot be good. I thought maybe we could take a look at some of your your failed relationships Well, before oh. we get to, like, your... <laughs> Is that okay? Can, can we look back on some, uh, some of your failed let's, relationships? Let's. <laughs> Please, okay. let's. I want to go with um, there, And you'll have to remind me some of these stories because I just kind of remember bullet points, but I, the, there was the guy that actually turned straight after you oh well there were two of them okay um. <laughs> <laughs> i'm referring to the one that i think had a kid later on or yes. like
2: something mm-hmm. what
0: was who was what was that guy's name
2: uh david david okay. and what, what, was, uh, what that was that was at the very beginning of us being in panama city uh yeah so him and i dated when we Yes. Like when we first moved to Panama city and before I made any friends, I met him online. I'm pretty sure. And we dated, it moved pretty quickly. We were in a relationship and then it was like two or three months later, I started to like hang out with some of the other gays in Panama city. Now, mind you, I believe I was like 22. So I still hadn't fully like been in ooh, let's go out in party mode yet? Yeah. And I met these people that were like, "Let's go party," and that David guy was like, "I'm not really into that." Um, and you were
0: like, "Well, this shit's never gonna work." So
2: I was <laughs> like, Miguel, girl. "Miguel went hard." Yeah. I
0: mean, you 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 had your days of going going pretty well, and that city just like I listened back to a lot of old audio from us. You know, we have at the moment Kramer history on Wednesdays, and mm-hmm. like. I just remember that, like, there there was no medium or like 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 casual evening of like two drinks. You know, nobody did no. that. Like, you either got went out and got wasted, or you stayed home, and there was nowhere in between.
2: Well, that's what I I, I joke about now with my friends. Is I remember, like Friday, we'd be doing the show. And I would text a friend or two in Panama City and be like, "I can't wait to get wasted tonight." <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I'm horrified. I'm horrified yeah. now.
0: Yeah, I know it's crazy.
2: And, so yeah, and so how did that? Yeah, how did
0: situation turn out?
2: Um, I. Mean, I other than he, he's married with the kids guns? now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we we I I broke up with him because I just saw that we weren't a match. I knew that I was being pulled towards, you know, getting this group of friends and hanging out with people. And it just we just weren't compatible. And so we broke up and then he ended up actually moving from Panama City to Tampa, where he worked somewhere, met a girl. He liked her and they got married, did it and had a kid.
0: <laughs> and I remember this story yeah. Miguel told us. We were like, oh. Another one that I remember from Miguel's past was the guy. I won't say his name, but there was a guy that we were pretty sure he like started dating Miguel and then he started working at the radio station. <laughs> and we were like, was that <laughs> do
2: you remember that whole drama? I have not thought about that in so <laughs> I, know. <long. laughs>
0: I know. I'm like really <laughs> racking my brain here. What was that situation? Because I don't really remember exactly what that was about.
2: So if I can pull from the deep recesses of my drunk brain from back in the day, yeah. um, I believe that we met on MySpace, and it shows how long space. ago this was, <laughs> <laughs> like years ago. Um, and he worked in radio in another city, but he lived a town over from Panama City. And uh, we hit it up, and I was like, "Once again, oh my gosh! Not only is he gay and he's cute, but he does radio. Yes." <laughs> and- Which should
0: have been your first warning flag, by the way, because like none of us are normal, and we're all terrible. So there's that. Yeah, and we
2: should not be together. We should not. No, bring-
0: no, you can never. That's what I always say: is I can't date somebody in the media. Everyone's always like trying to hook me up with TV people or other radio people, and I'm like. F no, like, there's no way we're all the the worst. So there's
2: no way I'm doing that. You need one good person in the relationship because we are not that person. Yeah, (laughs) not us, no chance. (laughs) Well, I remember, I don't remember how or when, but I just remember saying out loud to either you and Holly or to some friends, I was like, you know, I wonder if it could possibly be any way Any sort of conspiracy theory that the only reason he's talking to me is to sort of get his way into our radio building because he did Mm -hmm. radio in the past, but he wasn't doing it at the time. Well, low and oh, I, I didn't
0: realize. I, for some reason, I thought he was working over in a different city, like a smaller market. But no, he wasn't working I, at all. In, in that point,
2: maybe he was, and he wanted. I don't. I, I actually, I don't remember the specifics of that. Okay, um, okay. Which is so crazy. How like something like at that moment seemed so seminal and and <laughs> crazy, and now you're like, wait, what were the details? Right, I know. Um, but I remember bringing him to our company Christmas party, and him talking to our boss for a long time. And I was like, mm. <laughs> hmm.
0: and you were like, you were like so crazy about this guy. You were so into him. That's what the part we were like, the most painful part of this whole oh thing God. was like, Miguel was like, cause Miguel falls easy. Just like me. Right. Like we we're just, we we're just like, we, we're all in. Um, and then, yeah, mm-hmm. I just remember how this whole thing started turning real fast. <laughs>
2: Well, because then it was like you wouldn't get text messages back, and we wouldn't hang out, and we were never intimate, and it was just like, wait a minute, something's going on here. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember Mm -hmm. how it ended, but I think it was just me being like, all right, I think I'm being the clown here, and I need to get my crap together. And he ended up working in our building, and then I was like done with him at that point.
0: Literally, he, like, kind of used Miguel to, like, talk to the boss, and then all of a sudden he starts working. It was just a weird situation. Um, Is there anything about some forgetting that was just, like, tragic? Uh...
2: I feel like that was the last one from that era because then it just became a string of, like, awkward dates. Right. um, Okay, can we please –
0: can we please tell the maintenance guy's story? Please? Oh my God, I knew, it. <laughs> I, knew it. I love this story. Keep in mind, this is why I loved working with Miguel because he was just – he would just get himself in all these awkward situations that I would be like, damn, that's so crazy. Um, okay, so explain. this was in Tampa though, wasn't it? When I was in Tampa the first time.
2: Yep, yep. This was in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Um, so I was on (laughs) one of the apps and (laughs) this guy was like, Hey, come over to my apartment in this (laughs) nice part of town. And I was like, well, okay. I'm a man about town. Why not? And I do believe I will put a little asterisk by this is this is around the time that we knew we were getting fired. And we, I was just like, I was in a very it, dark space.
0: It didn't ever. matter. Yeah. We were all so effed up from that situation. Like talk oh about, gosh. cause just a really quick backstory for most of you probably don't know. So when we went to Tampa, Miguel still works in Tampa, right? But it's the second mm-hmm. time through. So the first time though, we went to this radio station. We were so excited. The station was just failing, but we had high hopes for it because we were so cocky coming out of Panama city. Um, and, we basically within, I actually just tell, told the um, the story the other day about the, uh, the GM that got fired right when we got there for embezzlement, right? So that was like oh. the beginning of the end. Remember that whole situation? <laughs> yeah. That was like within a month of us getting there. And then it just kind of slowly rolled downhill because that was the only guy that was like, we're never going to flip this radio station. Like we're going to drive this thing out to the end. We're putting all this money into it. And you don't have to worry about anything. Like a week later, he gets fired. Um, Done. so, uh, it was, just, it, so we went to the station and within how to, how soon do we know? I mean, it was like within six months, six, nine months, months.
2: six yeah, like months. I remember like, it was at our, it was at our Christmas show that our PD was like, we're on a bubble. And then after Christmas break, the new GM took us to breakfast downtown and was like, things aren't looking good.
0: Right. Yep. So then we were like, and I keep in mind, we're also, 20 i was 27 eight, twenty eight, 28 maybe you were probably 25 like we didn't really would, have yeah. like I really life sick, yeah. i didn't have any that was like the first real tragedy that i ever like went through um I, not for you. Miguel actually has been through a lot of shit, but like for me, I mean, luckily I've been through a ton of shit since then. My life's been a shit storm. So it doesn't <laughs> even seem like a big deal anymore. Uh, but I just remember like I was in also such a dark, crazy place because like we had worked so hard. Like we busted our asses in Panama city to like build this big show. And then within like six months, it was like, well, don't think it's going to work guys. Like well, hopefully we can find you another job. We don't know. So that's just kind of like where our brains were at. We were like a nervous wreck and like, where is this going to go? The uncertainty of everything and whatever. So, anyway that's where we're at our brain was at at least
2: yeah and so we were it was just a very tragic time where i was like drinking lots of wine every night and taking my ambient and it was just really <laughs> bad so i was like cool i'll come over whatever um some emotional relief and so oh. went over there and i remember as i was like driving over to the apartment he was like well Text me when you get here. And I was like, all right, well, which building are you? And he was like, I'm in 5B. And I was like, all right, cool. And he was like, oh, wait, wait no, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, it, it, it's, it's AC. And I was like... <laughs> How do
0: That's you weird. not know where you live?
2: But you know what? It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> you,
0: we didn't so, give a shit at that point. Like, yes, Steve. No, you, no. That summer was pretty much like my summer last year. I was like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to just hook up. I don't care. You
2: know? Exactly. Like, I don't yeah. care. I'm just whatever. Look, just tell yeah. me where to go and I'll be
0: there. Yeah. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Even though there's so many red flags, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like,
2: I'm going to look yeah, past them all and just go cares. for broke. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. Exactly. So <laughs> I ended up – um walking into the apartment and he comes from the back room with a screwdriver in his hand and one of the um, uh, filters for the air conditioner. And I was like, are you changing your filter out? And he was like, oh no, this is a model (laughs) apartment and I'm just changing it out. I'm the (laughs) maintenance guy here. And I was like wait
0: <laughs> all right wait, so, so let's, play, let's play a game life. yeah right so you see where the story's going right so in that situation let's play a quick game here called did miguel actually end up hooking up in the model apartment or did he have enough <laughs> self-dignity to say this is just terrible take make take the guess in your head put the guess in your head and uh we'll go to miguel for the answer miguel did you hook up in that model apartment with, with the maintenance guy
2: Twenty-six-year-old just about <laughs> to be fired, Miguel Fuller, did not leave the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's that's yeah. one of my it, favorite stories. I
0: love but it. Hold like, on,
2: just a cherry on top for that. Um, I remember we were doing. Oh, I told that story on the air or a podcast that we were doing at the time. Yeah, and a gay guy that is a black guy, short, very <laughs> similar stature to me. He messaged me on Twitter and was like, "Oh my gosh, was it this apartment? No, was it this person." And I was like, "No." It was. And he was like, "Same thing happened to me two months ago."
0: No, I don't think I know that. Knew that part of the story.
2: I do, I did have a little bit of dignity at the time that was the last <laughs> little bit that just took it all away. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs>
0: I don't think you ever told me that part. Holy <laughs> shit. That's crazy. Wait, and then really quick, one more, one more, one more. We're going to get to like the, the romance part here in a second. <laughs> gotta, we got to get all the, all the skeletons oh, out of the closet first. <laughs> did you or did you not have to climb into a guy's window one time? Oh, was that
2: you? I should just deny it and say it wasn't me. Uh, you could have,
0: and I'd say that maybe been Holly or something,
2: but I remember yeah. something about you climbing in a window. Was that a different guy? Yeah, but okay, <laughs> so that was another tragic moment in my life. Um, <laughs> There's been plenty, by the way. <laughs> lots, lots. I mean, we could do a whole like week long of Miguel's tragic moments, Yeah. yeah. Um, So this was actually right after college when, um, right after, actually, because you and I were roommates in Savannah for like two months before you went off to Panama City, and I was living in Savannah by myself, my first grown-up apartment. I was working like three jobs, didn't have any time for anything, and once again, it's that one night I have alone by myself, and I was on some gay dating website, and this guy was like, come on over, and... (laughs) When I drove over to his house, he was like, so here's the thing. You can't come through the front door. You got to climb through the back window. <laughs> now,
0: now, with that being said, let's play another round of, did Miguel actually stay or did he go? Because I think most people would have been like, no, this is not, not a good situation. So did Miguel actually end up climbing through the window to uh, to get this hookup? All right. Lock in your answers. Well, and uh, Miguel, did you end up hooking up and climbing through the window?
2: 22 year old, very (laughs) desperate and sad Miguel got his fat ass through the window. That's Miguel. That's before Miguel got all fit. Okay. So we were working with uh, a few more pounds on here trying to to get through. Yeah. I was just. What was the situation?
0: Why did you have to climb through the window?
2: I actually, I don't know because I like, (laughs) I remember I climbed through the window. And then we started, like, making out. But you just know that it's not smooth. And it was just like, you know, I feel very awkward. And, like, remember, this was back in – when did we – I graduated in 2000. So this is probably 2007, 2008. So when you posted pictures online back then, they were not the quality that we have now. And I was like, I feel like – and this was before we had the term catfished, that I was catfished. And I was like, I just... The body feels different. I don't... You know so what? So you never saw his face? Like You could never see him? No.
0: No, nope. Oh, wow. Nope. wow. Wow. Miguel. Do you see why... Okay, now with all these stories being told, okay, do you see why I was never quite sure who Miguel was going to end up with? Because I was a real <laughs> nervous wreck about how Miguel's life, love life always goes. <laughs> There's always some weird situation going on with it. So I will say this. When he met his boyfriend, oh, Abe, I, I actually... I hit Holly up because... I was like, girl, just, just tell me like, and I always oh, so it's so funny. Cause I always do the same thing when, whenever Holly meets somebody, I hit Miguel. I'm like, I'm like just, just tell me like, what's, what's the deal here? Like, do we approve of this? <laughs> and Holly was like, yeah, this guy actually seems like he's got his head on straight. I'm like, I'm not buying into it. I just know how these situations go. <laughs> I'm going to give it six months before I even like invest any emotional, uh, interest into this, into this gentleman. And then I met him, at, was it at Norm's party? Yeah, I believe so. Uh huh. So uh, our our previous agent, the one who passed away, uh, we all met at a party, and I was like, okay, I like this guy. And then just seeing you guys interact with one another, I'm like, they really go well together. Because Miguel, you know, M- Miguel's so funny. He's he's got to be center of center of the show, but he's also got to be like quiet, locked up in his room, like under blankets with all the lights <laughs> off too. Yeah. And You're never sure like which Miguel you're going to get, right? So oh, yes. I wasn't sure like what the right partner would be for you. And then when I, when I kind of saw you and Abe, Interacting, I was like, this guy's perfect because he's outgoing, but he's also kind of quiet. So like he can kind of yeah. go back and forth, you know, like he can play into it. Like, he, like these guys do these funny TikToks together. He'll play into all that. But I bet he's also like a good rock for you when you're being crazy. It just seemed like a really good situation. So I've been, you know, I've been excited about this since uh, – Post six months because, you know, I just with this, with your record, I had to just give it a little bit of time. I couldn't emotionally invest (laughs) in anybody else because I I
2: put way too much into that in my lifetime.
0: Um, So, you guys at this point have been together for how long? It's a long time.
2: Uh, Three years, actually. Yeah, three years.
0: And so let's now pick up with current day because, and we took a weird side road to get here, but just, just <laughs> go with this here. So it was Friday of last week is a week ago today. And, mm-hmm. uh, Miguel, I, I honestly, I knew it was going to happen because Holly texted me the night before and said, Hey, just FYI, mm. Miguel's getting engaged tomorrow. I was like, Oh shit. But I didn't really oh. know what was going to happen until I watched the video. But for those of you that didn't don't follow Miguel, it was really, it was involving the radio, but it was like, super intense so what was the setup and how did it work
2: yeah so we were doing this bit um that we do every friday headphone karaoke where we sing songs and listeners vote and there's a consequence and um we were uh, oh sorry my microphone went crazy hold on
0: <laughs> we're in our hold home on. studios
2: i know right, right? Okay, fancy, but okay and we're back <laughs> they're
0: just janky little microphones in our laptop
2: uh So we were doing this bit, Headphone Karaoke, that we do every Friday where we sing a song and listeners vote. And I was planning on going to Atlanta this past weekend um, to visit family and friends. And so our afternoon guy was filling in for me to do the bit. So he was already – like I had called him the day before and said, hey, can you come in to do it? Then you got to come in Monday to do the consequence if you lose. He goes, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. So we go live on our stream on our Facebook page, and they're practicing their songs. And then I start the break, and I'm like, Hot 101.5. And we're on the third floor of our building, and Mm. there's just uh, windows all around the studio. So as I'm talking and introing the break, the sign slowly scoots down from the roof to the window, and it says, Hey, you. Come here, look down with a pumpkin in the middle. And I was like, what? And, you know, as a broadcaster, you're trained to just keep going. The show must go on. Don't let any distraction stop you because, you know, the half a million people listening in their car don't care about anything happening in the studio unless it's pertaining to the bit. So, I kept going, but then I was like, "Wait a minute. what if this is like some Halloween bit that or promotion that I don't know about, and mm-hmm. this is part of it so i I stopped and I was like, "All right, hold on. I'm sorry to do this, but what is this sign right now?" And, I, and listeners now are probably I look, like, "Wait, what are you talking about? you know, like what sign? Oh, because you can clearly hear that I'm just like, "Wait, what's going on?
0: Yeah, yeah and
2: yeah. I was like, because Scott, our producer, is the closest to the window. And I was like, the sign says, hey, you come here, look down. Go look down. He was like, I'm not looking down. I don't know what that sign means. (laughs) Holly's the second closest to the window. I was like, Holly, go look down. She was like, I'm not going. And I was like, fine, let me go look over here. And so this like breaks all the radio rules because this bit was already going to be kind of long, adding another person to it. And I was like, okay, but let me just go look. So I go over around the console, I look out the window, and there is Abe standing in the parking lot looking up at us, me, the studio. And I was like, wait, why is Abe there? And then that's when I got really confused. And then Holly was like, put the headphones on, Miguel. And I was like, all right, because mind you, we're still on the air at this point so all of a sudden there is a his voice comes over the headphones even though he's down there on the on the on the parking lot and it says hey boyfriend you're probably confused right now and then at this point i was like what's happening and then when i saw holly and and
0: by the way there's nothing worse because miguel and i are pretty similar when it comes to control there's nothing worse than losing control of the show and like i'm sure like at this point you had to be like what do I do? <laughs> like, like like I don't yes. know how to like save this I don't know how to like like am I supposed to play along am I supposed like I I feel your anxiety in that moment
2: right because you know like you'll you are the quarterback and right. if a bit goes over the time limit that it's supposed to go, that's gonna be you because you didn't do it and I'm like, We have our afternoon guy here who's also kind of like our APD, and I'm sure our boss is listening because he's in it. And so Nat, like, what the hell is going on right now? And so then my boyfriend starts telling our story about our lives. And to be honest with you, I haven't been able to watch the video um, since then, so I don't even really remember what all he said because I was just so, like, out of my mind in that moment. (laughs) Right, right. And at the very end of it, as he sort of tells the story of our relationship, he goes, now come down here right now. And so then Holly's like, go downstairs, take the elevator. And I was like, "Like, now we're still on the air. She's like, no, <laughs> yeah, go that's... down now. And I was like, all right. So clearly something has been planned and I wasn't involved. So I'm going to just trust the process. Okay. So. But do you know at this point, are you like,
0: I'm, I'm getting proposed to?
2: I had a feeling, but I was just really confused on how it was going to happen. Right. Um, <laughs> and I was like, and that, that control gene kicked in
0: real fast, didn't it? Where you're probably like, oh, wait, PPM. And we got to play one song and make sure Dimly Vado gets on
2: time. <laughs> oh, the contest. <laughs> oh, oh, top of the hour. Oh. Right. Because in my head, I'm like, we still have to do headphone karaoke. <laughs> and it's like a three-bit thing over the course of 30 minutes we're doing. Yeah. What the hell is going on? So – i get my mask i go i get on the elevator and i was like i'm not running down three flights of stairs because whatever is about to happen i'm not going to be sweaty and out of breath so i'm gonna get on the elevator <laughs> so i'm just like all this chaos is happening and then it's the most surreal thing to just get on the elevator and it's just like yeah. it's like, it's like, like a moment like, of like serenity right like nothing's around you're you're it. like it's just you by yourself right Right? It's just me. So then <laughs> I go out the side door of our building because I'm like, well, that'll be the quickest way to get to the back of the building where he was. And as I'm walking out of the door, I see a hot 1015, it's our radio station, a tent, and I see a bunch of people spread out with masks on. And then I see my boss, our engineers with equipment, broadcast equipment set up. And my boyfriend is right there. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know what's happening. Uh And that's when, like, the emotions came. Yeah. Yeah. And so then – I walk over to the table and our boss is like a producer on Saturday Night Live or something. He's like on his (laughs) knees with the microphone pointed at us. And my boyfriend's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) And then as I like look around, I see friends that like I haven't seen since the beginning of the pandemic. There are some friends that don't get along right now, but like everybody's there. Wow. And that's that's when I just like lose it. And he's like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, I think so. And he was like, I have a question to ask you. Will you marry me? He got on one one knee and asked. And I was like, yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: And then the tears
0: ensue. And, you know, it's it's actually a super cute video. Is there a way for people to find that easy? Or you have to go scroll through a bunch of stuff?
2: Yeah, so there's uh, two ways to find it. If you go to my Instagram, Miguel Fuller, um, it's on my feed. And like, you see the the feed and you'll see Miguel and Abe get engaged. Um, Or on the Miguel and Holly YouTube page. If you just type our names in Miguel and Holly, our YouTube page will come up and it's posted there as well.
0: You got to go see it because I mean I think it really it sounds cool, but like when you really see it all come together, it's 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 a good video. So go go watch that over there. Okay, so now you're engaged. Congratulations! By the way, it's so weird to like Thank think you. that you're engaged. You know, I don't I don't know. This just it's it's just bizarre to me. Um, but uh, uh, you what? and me, it's freaking strange, right? because you and I talked not too long ago and i was cuz you know after 3 years of dating somebody i mean that's a long time i'm sure anybody's going to want to kind of figure out like and and you kind of acted like you weren't sure if like the timing was right or we're going to wait but i feel like you've been saying that forever right like since the beginning of this relationship right. about a year and i think we've been having that conversation about the timing's not right blah, blah, blah. like do you feel good about where you are in this moment to actually be engaged like how are you feeling now that it's actually happened like you're like yes we've committed to it and kind of what's going through your head because it's a weird thing. It's a, for those you everybody remembers that moment. So it's, so you don't know what you're like. There's like that fear of like, well, how do I do this? And like the word fiance. And it's just, it's really surreal. Mm -hmm. moment.
2: Well, to me, it kind of actually, you know, now that it's been a week and we've settled into it, it kind of just feels natural because we were already kind of headed that way, you know, right. Um, you know, we've been like, um, he's from Buffalo, New York and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So we've been flip flopping Christmases. And like, I own my townhouse Chateau Oprah that I bought like right before we met. And, um, we redid the kitchen a year ago and he paid for the appliances, um because he lives here and then we had to get a new air conditioner and i paid for that so like we've already been acting that way right and you know we we had made jokes that like well if we break up it's gonna be real awkward because are you just gonna like (laughs) take the refrigerator with you like how is this gonna work like and i hope he's
0: petty enough to do that by the way too just to drag a refrigerator down the flight of stairs just to uh just to make things awkward
2: Probably so. Probably so. <laughs> I mean, he is now my fiance. So you gotta be on my petty level to be with him. That's me. true. I mean okay. clearly. clearly. I like that. I like that. Um so I mean are you yeah, so he, it just it it, it it feels natural and it feels like
0: now. Do feel like what we, like we, we thought
2: a- it was gonna feel like?
0: Cause I think everyone has an expectation of what they're gonna feel like once they get engaged. And do you feel like it's hitting the mark? Does it feel different than what you thought it might
2: feel like? it actually feel, cause I never really thought, I never let myself think that because you know, in my life um, here's Miguel's inter sad piano music. <laughs> um, you know, I've learned to just not have expectations about stuff. Um, right. I've had a lot of disappointments in my life. And so I don't set expectations. I'm like, I set goals and if I reach them cool, but I know that, it'll it'll go a different route so i wasn't expecting anything but what i didn't expect to feel is i feel like a flip has switched and it's sort of like okay the life that we've built and we've been living now it like makes sense like it's not like this could Mm. all just be i mean anything could just be taken away from you but it just feels like this is what was supposed to be you know like like you're started just kind of buying in a little bit more, right, right, right. Well, yes, ex- you know what? That's a better term because you know when we've made these sort of financial decisions together, it was almost kind of like, well, even though we're in it together, I have no say over it because, you know, legally, we're not together together, you know, right, right. And so now like he owns a, a home in Buffalo that he rents out, you know, and we've been having or he's been thinking about maybe selling it. And I'm like, that's your decision, you know, that's your that's your house, you own it. Now I'm like, bitch, how much can we get for the house? Mm-hmm. Real I'm fast.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Okay. Well, I that's that
0: question money. too. Like, how does that how does that work in gay marriages when because I mean obviously I don't I'm pretty naive that my brother, you know, is now married, but I don't even know if I know their last name situation. I think they just kept they both just kept their last names, but I'm not hundred percent sure, which makes me a shitty brother, I understand. Yeah. Um, what who so who keeps whose last what what are you guys gonna do with
2: that? So we actually talked about that a long time ago. Um, and I'm going to take his last name. Yeah. Um because my last name doesn't really mean anything um without getting into another cue the piano music. yeah, um, you know, sad Miguel story. i I have a last name that doesn't mean anything to me. And so, um, we've discussed that I will keep it professionally because that would be too much to try to go through like all that stuff. And plus, I do want a little bit of separation, you know, as I'm getting older and, you know, owning property and, you know, making other investments, you know, before when we were 21, 22, 23, and you have, you know, not a cent to your name, it doesn't matter. You know, you can look right. me up what you're going to get, you know, <laughs> and then now it's like, I would like just a little bit of buffer of privacy there. Sure. Uh, so, and, and then too, I've just, I've grown to just love his family and the rich history that they have. Um, His brother sent me this amazing, the sweetest text uh, the day that um, Abe proposed. And so I'm like, you know, I want to be a part of that clan. So wow, I'm, I'm that's cool. That's special. Day. How does how does your mom? I wish you guys knew Miguel's
0: mom because Miguel's mom is literally one of my favorite people on the planet. I love your mom so freaking much. Uh, she is. She's literally one of the funniest people because we could just call Miguel's mom at any point on the radio show and like we wouldn't have to prep her. She would just hop on and just be so funny. Um, So what what was her reaction to all of this?
2: She was like, what took y'all so long? (laughs) I love her so much. (laughs) Why y'all wait three years? (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, mom, calm down. And now she's on this whole thing of like, well, y'all gonna get married on my birthday. I've never been in a wedding before. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, come <laughs> it's all about her. <laughs> it is. Like, literally, this is the Angela wedding featuring Abe and Miguel.
0: I freaking love that so much. Well, you know, traditionally, let's talk about just quote unquote traditional marriage, which like F traditional, whatever. But like, you know, when my sister is also engaged right now, she's getting married, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, possibly March, but who knows? Um, Mm. And May or is it April? It's anyway in spring. And she, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day about I think it's so archaic how like my family is still expected to pay for the wedding uh wow. how does that work and you guys are also older so it's not like right. you're in your 30 so it's not like you're both 22 like you know when i like thank god i look back at my marriage i paid a cent for that wedding i've been pissed i actually walked away oh. from my wedding uh with about ten thousand dollars so like that was to me it was like a really uh, good investment uh, i really <laughs> i really wait, ended up is doing that well. what i can expect from a wedding you you better get some some rich ass parents in law and their friends because Great. man we just started we just started inviting people because we knew they were rich which is kind of a shitty thing but you know it's fine it all worked out fine um uh, terribly it. do it <laughs> just find some rich white people and they'll just send you money I, um what
2: you'll be getting an invitation okay <laughs> you're like you're not actually invited but just please just mail me a check <laughs>
0: Come on, Please rich white man. Up. Give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like how how are you gonna split that wedding cost? Like, have you had that talk yet?
2: We haven't gotten into specifics because like we're at the very, very beginning stages of it. Um, where actually just right. last night we signed up for the knot. Um, and I was like, oh, Well, how yes. much are you wanting to spend? And he told me a number, and I was like, Whoa! You want to where that money comes from? Give me me an idea. Give me an idea.
0: Give me idea. Less less than fifty.
2: Um, how much was your wedding? Your your my wedding wedding was about forty five thousand. It's around that.
0: God, it's dude. I'm oh, I'm telling you. And you remember my my wedding? And this was you know obviously years ago, but like Mm -hmm. it was pretty fancy. You know, it's pretty fancy, but God, that's like 45,000. think what you could do with $45,000, you know what I mean? Like, Uh, and this is coming from my jaded divorce self, but
2: like (laughs) I,
0: $45,000, that's a shit ton of money. You know, that's, that's most people's annual salary.
2: Oh, absolutely. Girl, it's close to mine. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, no, so here's, you know, why I, I want to spend this money is because. One, this will probably be the only time that our full families get together. You're right. So, you know, it's not like that time where, you know, you both grew up in the same city and your parents and families know each other or you only live a couple of states apart. His family's in Buffalo, New York, some in Texas. Mine is in Atlanta. I've got friends in California in atlanta down south like i have we have people all over so this will literally be the only time that everybody gets together and i want it and i i kind of want to show off our city because i think that's one of the big things one of the major themes that i want of of the weekend to be is to show off saint pete where we live and you know there are some ideas that i have for it and you know we're in our 30s so i don't want it to be like you know I mean, not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I, I'm i Miguel Fuller. It's going to be a <laughs> spectacle, girl. I'm coming in on a hot air balloon. <laughs> what do you expect?
0: I can't even imagine how crazy this wedding is going to be now that I think about it between like because Miguel is so detail oriented too like Miguel the moment in Kramer histories would not be possible if it wasn't for Miguel Fuller because my ass is not going (laughs) to spend the time he spent to to archive all this friggin audio like Miguel's very (laughs) meticulous and how he like Miguel literally do you still have the file folders you just carry around from place to place like like those, they're in like my gluets, garage actually f- like file folders of every show sheet that was ever done in the history of time. Never again. Will you ever look at that? But for some reason nope. you still have every single one of them. Uh, so I can only I imagine the wet yeah, and well, I, process I, with you.
2: Oh, absolutely. Like, we have already, like, I've already, it's only been not even a week. Um, or No, it has been a week. So, I've already started, um, I think I have, like, three, no, I have four different wedding planners that I've, you know, done research on. And I think in the next couple of weeks, I want to start um, doing, like, Zoom calls with them just to interview and see if I like their vision. But and can then you I handle wanna... that,
0: though? Can you handle having somebody else do your wedding for you? honestly.
2: Yes, because this is something that I have become comfortable with and trying to not be a control freak,
0: mm-hmm. I don't
2: know how to plan an event like that. That's not okay. my expertise. Okay. If, okay. if you say, Miguel, produce a stage show where all I'm doing is just putting, you know, putting performers on and, you know, figuring out flow of a show, I can do that. I don't have expertise in designing a weekend for people that are coming out of town. I don't have that expertise. Right, so I, I want to hire someone to much. to help with that. Yeah, that absolutely.
0: Well, I'm very happy for you. I really am. I I think this is of all you you had to kiss a lot of frogs. Uh, had to, had, you had oh. to climb in a, a lot of frogs' windows in the middle of the night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go into a lot here. of frog ponds uh, that they don't own. Yeah. Um, and, uh, hmm
0: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we got yeah. here. I'm genuinely excited for you guys. I think you're at a good age to do it. Like, I'm so glad that you did not get married when Holly and I did. We thought we had our whole lives figured out at 24. Uh, we did not, by the way. And uh, I think that you guys, you, you've, I mean, three years together, there ain't no more surprises. I mean, I feel like every now and then there's a surprise, you know, like there's people that find out they're, right. <laughs> they're, they're significant others after 20 years are like, you know, serial killers or whatever. But outside of those right. kind of big secrets, I feel like you guys have probably experienced a lot together. You've been through a lot together. And I think this is really going to be a positive experience. I don't know that it's going to change your life that much other than you right, have that, that buy-in of like, okay, we're we taking this seriously. Like, are we really going to do this? Or are we just, you know, right. just just playing house right now? So... I think it's going to be great right. for well, you guys,
2: and, and I'm and genuinely I, I excited think, for you. Well, and I think, too, thank you so much, and I'm I'm super excited, and I feel like when you really take your time to get to know someone, and I feel like for us, this whole pandemic, this was our, like, this was going to tell the truth on if we were going to be able to stay together, you know, because sure, yeah. we're normally surrounded by friends and we've got lots of things to do. I mean, like literally just the other day, I was looking at my calendar right before March 13th when everything changed and like we never had a weekend where we were just stopping and together. I remember I have a friend that we were at brunch one time and he was like, do you and Abe ever get time with just the two of you? And we were like, <laughs> actually, no, we don't know. <laughs> We don't. And so I feel like this was the true test of like, all right, can, can we truly get through difficult situations? And I feel like this was like the final one that said, okay, y'all can make this happen. Yeah. And now here you are.
0: Little Miguel Fuller, all grown up now. Going to be, going to be a husband. Do you guys want kids or no? You do, right?
2: So Abe doesn't want kids. Um, yeah. I'm on the fence. Like I, I, I've ruled out we would not do like surrogacy or wouldn't right. adopt a baby. We would adopt like a six-year-old about to go to elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to adopt a
0: 16-year-old <laughs> that's about to go to college. Yeah, like 17, <laughs> junior year.
2: All I we got to do adopter. is pay for their. Yes, come on, girl. <laughs> we'll buy your class, ring in your yearbook, and that's about it. That's all you got to do.
0: Well, I love you. I'm really happy for you. Miguel is uh, one one of my best friends in the whole entire world. I'm just so – just it's fun to just follow your life and be a part of it and – um, do you have a date yet or a time period? Cause I need to think of my no. excuse now of why I can't
2: make it. <laughs> <laughs> I can, listen, even if you don't show up, I better see that check. Okay. Send that check
0: though. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You got my address, bitch. Okay. Give me some of that get money. The more certified fans in the time though. I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> well, you, you got a couple of years to so rack them no, up. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> rack are you thinking up. about, are you thinking it's going to be years? So what are you thinking? Like date? So my our, our my biggest concern is that his dad had a liver transplant a few years ago. So yeah. he's immunocompromised and he actually retired mm. early from his job so he wouldn't have to be around a lot of people. Right. Um so I just so we're trying to figure out what does that look like because we want him to be able to enjoy himself and he has older aunts and whatnot and uncles. So right. We're thinking. I, I, and the other thing I do know is that we live in Tampa Bay, and you lived here. It is humid as hell. Yeah. Um. And I was like, my biggest thing is I don't want to freaking sweat. I sure. don't want to sweat. Yep. Yeah. would no, so Be the worst. It's yeah. So it's probably gonna be like january february march um and we were possibly thinking about like a new year's eve type wedding uh because like that's like our big party that we're known for in our friend group we'd throw i spend so much money on new year's eve party once we finally got the go-ahead that i didn't have to do that through the station anymore i could do my own at home um but I've been reading different blogs about the pros and cons of that, so I don't know yet. It's fine. You you,
0: you got till at least the world explodes, what, November the fourth of, of twenty twenty to figure oh it out.
2: <laughs> well, let's hope we can still get married. Yeah, well, that's true, too, girl. You might want to hurry up before this kicks in. It's fine. We might have um, to just run to the courthouse
0: real quick. <laughs> Next week, Miguel's all married. <laughs> no wedding number. <laughs> Gotta hurry this up. Things going to hell in a handbasket. Okay, Miguel's got a great podcast that you need to subscribe to. It's Miguel and Holly Uncensored. And it's uh, it's kind of like me and Jess uh, by the same name. Um, it's almost by design. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really good. And you should go follow Miguel on Instagram at, at Miguel Fol- or m-i-g-u-e-l-f-u-l-l-e-r okay i love you sir love you
1: okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends love you forever